today is be late for something day. And unfortunately, Dr. Belchett, that's me being late for this interview with you. And I appreciate your uh, patience. You're a 640 Toronto medical expert and you never fail to come through for us. So thanks for being here. Good morning. It's my pleasure. The reason why I reached out to you today is uh, an interesting study released by uh, the uh, folks at the University of uh, Calgary, I believe. They conducted a three-year study and concluded that there's no health benefits to taking high doses of vitamin D. And I thought, well, first of all, let's break it down. How much vitamin D should we get um, on a daily basis? And how do we get it naturally? So this is actually a matter of some controversy, and, and we've seen the recommendations moving around quite a bit over the last few years. But, but I think in general, there is a consensus that uh, those people who are leading a, a healthy lifestyle where they're getting lots of natural sunlight uh, typically do not need to be supplementing their vitamin D. And the reason for that is that the way that we get vitamin D in our day-to-day lives is actually through the sun that hits our skin. And so it doesn't take a lot of sunshine for us to get the amount of vitamin D that we require to be healthy. In fact, it only takes about 20 to 30 minutes of direct sunlight per day for us to actually reach the levels that we require. So for most people, actually, you don't need to supplement. Now, there are recommendations that in climates like ours in Canada, where in the winter we don't get a lot of outdoor time and we don't get a lot of sunshine in the winter, supplementation is not a bad idea. And, And the levels are not very high. So some of the health rec- candidate recommendations sit around the level of about 400 international units per day, which is not a huge dose. And for those people uh, that are at particular risk of low levels of vitamin D or things like osteoporosis, there have been some recommendations that they go up to higher levels, sometimes as high as 2,000 units a day. But that being said, you know, this is a moving target. And, and I think the study that came out today really makes us uh, need to take another look at these recommendations to see are these even the right recommendations that we've been following up until now. Yeah, because as far as, uh, now they did extreme results. I think they put people on, you said 2,000, um, how how is it measured? 2,000, is it? It's called international units. International units, right. Uh, They put their control group uh, on uh, 400 international units, 4,000 international units, and the highest at 10,000 international units, and actually felt that uh, when they looked at the results, they were shocked to learn that the higher doses of vitamin D seemed to actually decrease bone density in their patients. And that's actually why people are taking uh, vitamin D is to make sure, you know, if they have osteoporosis, that they don't lose any more bone density. And this this is exactly why this study is so interesting, is that we particularly and specifically have advised vitamin D as a way to increase your calcium levels, to increase your health of your bones. And I think this adds extra evidence to you know, something that I've always said, which is that you need just a basic amount of vitamins to be healthy, but taking extra vitamins doesn't give any extra benefits. So there's this huge industry out there and a lot of misinformation out there uh, that relies on people spending lots of money on vitamins for supplementation. And a lot of people believe, you know, having super high doses of vitamin C or other vitamins is somehow going to make you super healthy. And you cannot reiterate enough that your body does not get any benefit from extra levels of vitamins. So if you're deficient in vitamins, yes, you will be unhealthy. But when you start overdosing on vitamins, not only do you not have extra benefits, but there's actually health harms. And that's what this study showed, that when you had extra high levels of vitamin D, it actually started to harm the bones to the opposite of the reason that people were taking the vitamins for. And that's a pretty big takeaway here. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because I was under the impression that, you know, at least with vitamin C, if you kind of take too high a dosage, your body won't accept it and you'll just pee out the extra. And that clearly is not the case. Exactly. I mean, vitamin C, typically you will just urinate it out. So, so, you know, taking a lot of it is, is all 
it's not going to do anything for you. It will just result in you excreting more of it. Whereas this particular vitamin actually can have a lot of adverse effects if you take too much. So, you know, the one thing that they identified in this study was its effects on bones, but there are many, many other issues. Uh, when you have very high levels of vitamin D, you end up getting very, very high levels of calcium, which can lead to things like kidney stones and other problems that are related to high calcium levels in the body. So, so there's many, many issues that you can have. And, and I certainly would recommend that nobody go out there and be overdosing on this particular vitamin. And especially, I would say anybody who's getting a healthy level of sunshine really shouldn't be uh, supplementing with this vitamin at all. You were talking about just going out for, you know, 20 to 30 minutes a day should be enough to get uh, your healthy dose of vitamin C. Naturally, uh, it's clearly absorbed by the skin from the sun's rays. But in the summertime, when you're wearing less, are you absorbing it quicker and do you need less time out in the elements? Well, it's, it's it, yeah, it's absolutely proportional to how much of your skin is exposed to the sun, and this is why uh, people typically aren't vitamin deficient in the summer months, because more skin is exposed and there's more sunshine. So we get into trouble, and this is why we often do recommend supplementation in the winter here in Canada, because not only is there less sunshine, not only are you out in that sunshine for less time, but you're covering up the vast majority of your body. So you know, even if you are outside walking on a really wintry day and you're covered head to toe and you're outside for an hour or two, you're just not going to get enough sunshine hitting enough skin to actually give you that vitamin D that you need. Dr. Belchetz, have you ever heard um, uh, about vitamin D affecting your behavior? Because there's a new study out that suggests that vitamin D deficiency might actually lead to aggressive behavior in adolescence, that the young kids with low levels of the vitamin were nearly twice as likely to exhibit aggression as they got older. So this is a study that that came out quite recently, and it's not entirely surprising that they chose to study this in that there has been some known association between vitamin D levels and some behavioral abnormalities. So, for instance, there is an association between vitamin D deficiency and things like schizophrenia. But it's really important to note that there is a huge difference between correlation and causation. So the studies to date have shown it correlated, but it doesn't necessarily mean that vitamin D being low causes these problems. And I would urge that as a caution related to this particular study that just came out. And so what they did in this study is they looked at a bunch of kids, measured their vitamin D levels, and then followed them over a number of years to actually see what their behavioral patterns would look like. And they did find that the low levels of vitamin D were correlated with a number of issues related to aggression. But the big problem here is that it might not actually be the cause, or in fact, the vitamin D might just be a symptom. So if you go back to what we were discussing before, that your vitamin D levels are directly related to how much sunshine you get, how much time you get outdoors, could it possibly be that these kids were more aggressive, more because they actually did not spend enough time outdoors, they weren't active, they weren't exposed to sunlight, they didn't actually have the lifestyle that actually is associated with high vitamin D versus anything to do with the vitamin itself. So we don't really know which part of the vitamin D issue is actually related to the aggressive behavior. We just know that there's a correlation. So it's an interesting thing, and maybe it just says that your behavioral things that you're exposed to when you're younger could affect your behavior later, which isn't a surprise, or it could mean that vitamin D is directly related, but it would certainly require more investigation for us to figure that out. Or it could mean that your kids are not getting outside enough and... Absolutely. And, and, you know, I look at a study like this, and to me, that, that seems sort of the first logical thing to look at is to say, maybe it's just because these kids were not getting enough outdoor fresh air and sunshine, and that's why their behaviors were affected. And, and so, you know, you'd have to do a, a bit of a redesign on the study to look at, are there kids that actually were spending the exact same amount of time outdoors as other kids that were, you know, studied and, and potentially had different vitamin D levels, despite having the same amount of outdoor time. And then we could say if everything else was the same with these kids, but yet their behaviors were different solely 
heavily related to the vitamin D, then I think you might have something interesting there. But, I, you know, that would be a whole extra study. And I think it might be worth going down that path. But certainly, I don't think anybody should be alarmed right now to think, mm-hmm. you know, I better give my kids more vitamin D to prevent behavioral changes. Just kick them outside like we used to uh, be uh, kicked out. I think that's a good first step, yes. <laughs> Dr. Pelchetz, thanks so much. Uh, it's a pleasure having you on the show. My pleasure. You have a great day. Cheers, you too.